Hi guys, welcome back to Between the Pages with me, your host, Sabria Sparrow. I hope that you guys are having a good week so far. I've been enjoying my freedom. I went and got my hair done this weekend and my nails done and I feel like me. I feel like I'm getting my personality back. So that's what I'm up to lately, just getting ready for the holiday season and finals and graduation and all of that good stuff. So yeah, I hope that wherever you are in your life, whether it's ending a semester or finishing up work for the year, that everything is going okay for you too. Speaking of the new year, today's episode, if you couldn't tell by the title, is all about getting a head start on your goals for the new year and just thinking about what you want your year to look like. I feel like every year when the new year rolls around, there's those people that are like, new year's is just another day. It's just another time. You shouldn't wait until the new year to like get started on your goals, which valid. I get it. But I personally feel like the new year marks a new beginning. It's such a good time measure and a good time to reevaluate what you've accomplished and what you want for yourself. I think what's especially special about this one is that the new year starts on a Sunday. So the new year marks a new week and I think most of us already love like a new week, a new month. So having like a new week, a new month, and a new year start at the beginning of the year is honestly just like chef's kiss, uh, especially for those who like really crave those beginnings and really look forward to those new beginnings to like get things going. I know that in last week's episode, I talked about not stressing or thinking so much about the new year, and I still believe that's true. We should definitely be taking in the holiday season if that's what you celebrate i feel like it's just such a good time it has so many good vibes and it's such a good time to spend with friends and family however i believe that also having a plan and beginning to set things in place allows us to stress less when the new year actually comes i think on a similar note to what i was just saying a lot of times when the new year comes we expect ourselves to go from zero to 100 and we expect everything to magically change that will magically have this motivation and i don't know about you but most of the time i quickly find out that it doesn't work that way and i quickly try to like put myself in overdrive and go 100 and find that i fail very quickly so this year i'm trying to do things a little bit different and that is to like get a head start in the sense that i'm starting to think about and brainstorm and put things into place so that when the new year comes i'm already in that mind space i've probably said this before but as both a student and a teacher because obviously that's all my life has been up until this point i will probably have more examples for you as i move forward with my life but as a student and a teacher whenever i get an assignment or give an assignment i always tell people to brainstorm as soon as you get an assignment because once you've stepped away you'll find that all of these ideas and this inspiration starts to flow to you because you've kind of open that can of worms in the same way i think beginning to think about the new year's now is both a lot low stakes and non-stressful and also just a great way to 
Begin getting your mind and your body ready for the new year while simultaneously enjoying everything that the holiday season has in store. I think in this, when the new year comes, you've already thought through and began preparing and it doesn't feel like such a struggle to begin on your new year's goals. So if you've already started to think about your goals or if you want to start thinking about your goals, then definitely keep listening. I'm just going to talk about some of the steps that I'm taking that maybe you might want to take before the new year begins so that we can walk into the new year ready to take it on. So the very first step or the very first thing to do before the new year begins is to, of course, reflect on the year that you've had. I've been seeing so many posts about how like January me would be so proud if they knew and At first, I was kind of annoyed because I'm like, why are we already thinking about the new year? But now that I think about it, I feel like that is such a good trend because I feel like whenever we're thinking about the new year or starting to set goals for the new year, we think about what we didn't accomplish or what we didn't do. And I feel like starting with this idea of how proud you are and celebrating your small wins is such a great frame of mind to move forward and start thinking about how you're going to achieve your next goals. I also think it's helpful for reminding yourself of everything that you've accomplished. I think a lot of times we can get so caught up in whatever time of the year it is or whatever month it is that we forget about all of the small things and all of the big things that we actually ended up accomplishing that year. Like for me, that would be finishing a semester or starting a podcast or whatever right and I think even if it's not like a whole bunch of like big things remember that not every single year is meant to be like this big major year like some years are just for accomplishing the small things are just for getting started and those things deserve recognition too like sometimes the big achievement is that like you kept yourself going you kept yourself from having a mental breakdown you you got through the days you got through the year and sometimes those are the things those are sometimes they feel small but sometimes those are the big accomplishments worthy of praise so whatever it is that you went through this year if you got through a hard time or if this year was just kind of boring or if you did do something monumental make sure to reflect on that and think about that and remind yourself of how proud you are of yourself i think in this a big kind of value of mine and something that I say a lot is that a part of achieving your goals and moving forward is loving yourself where you are right now. Knowing that you're good enough right now helps you to know that you're good enough for all the things that you want for yourself in the future and helps give you that push or that drive to work toward those things. It takes a certain amount of self-love to really push yourself and to commit to yourself and to commit to your goals. So I feel like reflecting on the year that you've had and all the positives is not only good for celebrating yourself and your wins as you should, but also helpful for reminding yourself of what you're capable of and preparing for what you want to achieve next. The next thing I have here for you to do or what I encourage you to do and what I want to do before the new year is to write down my goals. Once you've reviewed everything that you've accomplished this year, think about what your next steps are. Ask yourself how you can build on what you've already done this year or What do you want to accomplish this year that you haven't accomplished yet? I think in that the keyword here is to build. Once you've kind of thought through what you've already done, 
thinking about how you can build from that and build on that is really helpful for setting really realistic expectations for yourself because you know that you know where you are and realistically where you can go next like i mentioned a lot of times we expect ourselves to go from zero to 100 within a day or within a few weeks but you and i both know that our minds and our bodies just don't work like that and trying to push ourselves that far that fast is only going to lead to us being frustrated and really down on ourselves and ultimately lead us to fail. I think in this, I really value the idea of like slow and steady and one step at a time. For example, when I started this year, I have never really been the healthiest eater and that's because I've always been the type of person that's on the go and growing up, we ate a lot of like microwavables and like frozen foods at home because I grew up with a single mom and she was on the go a lot and I feel like that was the easiest cheapest option at the time and so as I've gotten older I've really had to learn how to eat healthier and also not value fast food as much I like love fast food I love a good Chick-fil-a or McDonald's so this year I really had to go out of my way to like eat healthier, cook more meals at home. And in that, my goal was mostly to not eat so much processed foods or not eat out as much. So I did well with that. Like I've, I've done better. I tend to not eat a lot of f- outside food like during the week. But as I go into the new year, one of my goals is going to be to like not eat so much outside food on the weekend because I still tend to eat a lot of junk food on the weekend and to also just incorporate more healthy things into my meals. Like this year, it was really about making food at home, whatever that food was. And as the year has progressed, that food has definitely gotten a lot healthier. But in the next year, now that I've spent this time really cooking and learning how to cook and getting into the habit of eating at home, I can take it that step further. It's the same thing with exercise. During the quarantine and all of the 2020 stuff, I had stopped exercising. I was a pretty avid gym goer before that, but as usual, or as you may know, like when you stop doing something, you kind of get out of the habit. So this year, I really spent a lot of time getting into the habit and going to the gym at least three times a week. Next year, I want to up that to five times a week or four times a week and really take it that much step further. But if I was like going from zero to a hundred, as in not going to the gym to going to the gym five times a week, I'd quickly become very tired and very stressed out. And as a result, probably really down on myself and wondering why I couldn't accomplish that so yeah you probably already know that or have already heard that but let this serve as a reminder to be ambitious definitely shoot high but try to be realistic about your goals and the goals that you're setting and this i also want to remind you to not feel rushed by anyone else's timeline and to just do what works for you and what you feel like you can realistically do. I mentioned this in an episode earlier this year, I think about the fall one, but a lot of times you can like feel intuitively when something feels like too much. Don't try to pile too much on your plate. Again, just try to take things one step at a time and realistically think about what you can take on. Again, 
not every year has to be groundbreaking or major. Maybe this past year was your building year. Maybe next year will be your building year or your building year for something else as you embark on more goals and work more toward your future. In other words, if you start thinking about what you want for yourself now, you'll get a clearer picture of what you can realistically achieve in the new year. Which brings me to my next point and that is to start early. Something else you probably hear all the time around the new year is you don't necessarily have to wait until the new year to get started on your goals and I'm gonna say the same thing right now. But this comes from knowing that we can't necessarily go again from zero to 100. So I feel like preparing and kind of getting your mind and body ready for that now by starting to take those steps now will help you be better prepared on the new year. On the other hand, in relation to what I just talked about in my previous point, this also is helpful for evaluating what you can and cannot realistically achieve and adjust accordingly. For example, whenever a new semester or school year or work starts back up after a break, I will tend to like create a new schedule and I'll try to pack everything that I can into that schedule and attempt to kind of shape my life, right? But what I'll notice is as I kind of begin to do that schedule, embark on that schedule, there is so much, number one, that I didn't account for and also that I probably was being way too ambitious and I can't necessarily do all the things that I really wanted to do or set myself up to do. And this, I typically don't have like a sustained schedule or routine until like well into the semester or the year and that's because over that time period I really had to adjust and change and shift things. For example, when this semester started, me and Miles had a goal of going to the gym in the morning which I don't know why we did that because I literally said this, I do not do the gym in the morning, like something about my body just hates it, like I will not do it, but it felt like the only thing that we could do when we were making our schedule. So when the time came around, I realized that I was like staying up late because I had work like specifically on Mondays and then trying to get up early on Tuesdays and I was literally exhausted and then we realized that that wasn't something that we could sustain so now we go to the gym at night like I'm recording this at like seven ish and we're going to the gym at nine and then on Wednesdays we go after I have work and he has class and then on Thursdays we go at nine and that marks like my three days out of the week and Yeah, anyways, I say that to say that like what I thought I could do at first, what sounded like a good idea at first, ended up not being the best option for me. And I think that when you get an early start on your goals, it helps you to kind of see where and what is like not realistic and how you might have to adjust your time and your space around you in order to achieve 
whatever it is that you want to achieve in the new year. And in this, I'm not suggesting that you like run yourself ragged in order to do this. I think that especially in light of like the holiday season, definitely do what you can, but also don't put a lot of pressure on yourself. What I mean is just make those small steps and plant those small seeds so that once again, when the new year does come, it doesn't feel like a surprise or you don't feel like you're already failing before you're starting. Like right now, I'm getting into the habit of incorporating healthier things into my meals because I know that that is a goal of mine in the new year. I'm also shifting my mindset and trying to get into the habit of eating in more on the weekends so that I'm already used to doing that when the new year comes and that and so that it's not hard that first weekend of the new year to like eat in and I don't feel tempted to like go to Chick-fil-A or go to Chipotle. And that I'm still definitely going to enjoy myself. I'm a big fan of like not restricting myself in the sense that I believe that we should be able to like eat things that we want to eat. That's just, again, a personal goal for me and how I'm going to at least try to start striving toward my goals. In other words, getting started not only helps you get a head start on your goals, but also helps you to better see what's realistic and adjust accordingly. We want to get those lumps out ahead of time so we are better prepared to take on all of our many amazing goals in the new year. The last thing that I suggest and want to do myself as I go into the new year is as always declutter my spaces and this I mean my literal spaces as in like my room and my car but also my metaphorical spaces such as my mind once you've reflected on and written down your goals think about what you have to do in order to achieve those goals this means thinking about and letting go of any habits or mindsets or behaviors that you feel like are holding you back and taking into account any adjustments you're going to have to make in order to move forward. Again, thinking about these things ahead of time makes them not so surprising when the time comes to actually let them go and also like begins that process for you. In the same ways, definitely declutter your physical spaces and let go and discard things that you no longer need or things that you feel like you've been holding on to for the sake of holding on to it. Deep cleaning your spaces both literally and figuratively symbolizes letting go and one thing that I love about decluttering, I I will admit that I can't keep my space clean for long. I'm just like a really messy person. But whenever I do declutter and clean out my space, my mind feels so much clearer. And I'm a strong proponent for Marie Kondo's idea that dealing with the outside helps you to better deal with what's going on on the inside. The last thing I suggest, and this is just something that I always do, is to restock on all of your essentials. So for me, that's like, body washes and like facial cleansers and things of that sort so that I feel better equipped to take on the new year. In other words, spending time thinking through your new year's plans not only allows you to live in the moment, but also gives you the space to allow everything to fall in place just as it needs to when the clock strikes midnight on New Year's Day. And I have such a good feeling that 2023 is going to be such a good year for all of us. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Between the Pages. I hope that you liked it. If you like this episode, be sure to leave a rating on wherever you listen to your podcast. I hope that you guys have a great rest of your week and I can't wait to talk to you again soon.
Oh, oh, oh.